It's Pisces season, y'all. I definitely feel that. Yeah? I have been a mess. <laughs> Is that even like... I feel like I'm supposed to be more powerful. I'm at my most emotional. <laughs> well, I think power for a Pisces is just getting emotional. You have emotional power. And so during this time, you just really are that. I say you because I still don't feel as though I identify fully as the Pisces. Are we talking about that today? Are we, we talking are, about co-star we, today? Yeah, we are going to talk about that today. We're going to literally give you guys the tea on our full charts today. Going to um, read us to filth. So... Stay tuned for that if you give a shit. But uh, this is Coffee with Rachel. I'm Rachel. I'm Chris. And, and welcome to Pisces Town. This is uh, LaCroix with Rachel today. I know. We had a lot of coffee. I'm not in the mood to feel jittery. No. Feel I feel very dehydrated. This is probably not helping. Yeah, well, you know, didn't who said this is like a, a liquid candle or something? That was Tess. That was Tess. Tess says that it tastes like soda without happiness and like <laughs> a candle, like the essence of a candle with like <laughs> So, Well, true. Um, we're having coconut today and I just got to say, wow, over the years, my appreciation for the flavor coconut has really grown from I hated it to I love it. <laughs> Finally. It's because you had a snowball, right? Yeah. Which yeah, if that's you don't like, live in the It was like US, mounds and almond joys and like... Uh, snowballs like that like, fake ass coconut that's the not coconut good. that's like in a cream candy is always like super sweet yeah. i honestly don't mind it though <laughs> if it has like really well, dark no chocolate. now now i actually like the the candy bars i still don't i haven't had a snowball since like i like can we just explain what a snowball is to our listeners if they don't yeah. know what it is so it's an annoying dog that lives next door to you <laughs> <laughs> snowball is it a hostess <laughs> Snack. It's one of those one of little those Debbie's little host. Deb Entman? No. Not Entman. Entman's is fancy. Ooh, no, she's not. Yeah, she is. No, she's not. So a snowball is like fucking sweetened coconut shreds. They're dyed pink. They look like titties and they have like chocolate cake in the middle, right? There's and marshmallow don't they have, like, in a cream, there. Yeah, cream marshmallow filling inside of it too. Why is it pink? I Because coconut's fucking white. Because so. everyone loves titties. Well, they look like tits. They do look like tits. I'm just saying, you know, they call them a snowball, but then they dye them pink. It was Why? a whole mess. Either way, they're fucking disgusting. But my favorite Girl Scout cookie of all time was always the Caramel Delights or the Samoas or whatever. I always picked the basic answer. I was a Thin Mints binge. Not that I didn't like, basically. Thin Mints or Vegan Boy. Not that I didn't like, like, every other, you know cookie that they had but that was just my favorite i'm of just course. pissed my gluten-free ass can't eat any girl scout cookies anymore girl scouts come on maybe i would risk a migraine to eat a samoa that's not vegan that's like one of the ones that's I not because that the caramel you should risk it i would honestly a lemonades remember when i used to buy like an entire box and eat them in one sitting <sighs> those were the days man those were the days this is the time of the year that girl scouts are out Scouting me, yeah, at well, Trader Joe's. They cannot pass right on bad because uh, we don't have anything to give this time around. I know. I wish. Oh man, now I want those. Thank you. I'm sorry. Yeah. Wow. So uh, I'll go to my tea fact. <laughs> Please um, do. 
Earl Grey tea is flavored with bergamot oil, and bergamot is a citrus fruit grown in southern Italy, which I did not know that it was a citrus fruit. Um, the oil used in Earl Grey tea comes from the fruit's rind, and the fruit is also used to make marmalades and liqueurs. Well, the more you know. I knew it was bergamot, but I didn't know bergamot was a citrus. I thought it was, like, a wood. Yeah, I had no Or something, clue. because it's very, like musky yeah when we get all these fucking creamy cedar wood ass fucking candles like i thought that it or was a seed maybe i don't know like a lavender not, like a floral. not a fruit yeah not a fruit has anyone eaten a bergamot what does it Where... taste like oh it's in italy yeah, yeah. so um... is it like a grapefruit kind of a citrus you know a little Probably. sprinkle of sugar on top. Is it like those weird-ass Asian peaches that are like apples? I you know? still fucking want one so bad. <sighs> Whenever we finally get to travel to Asia, it's literally just going to be like... Can I bring we need to and have, vegetables back? We need to go twice. One solely so we can just eat the entire time and not worry about visiting other things because there's just so many different food things I need to try. And then the other time for like actual attractions. Yeah. Know? That's that's pretty much how I want to travel to every place. Eating is my attraction. Yeah, that's the main event. Eating is my love language. And <laughs> eating is my number one form of socializing. So, Eating is everything. It truly is. Honestly, today, my... So, I started doing hits and shits on my Instagram stories. Follow me, Rachel Whitehurst. Oh um, and... I talked about my favorite pasta brand, Jovial, because they make gluten-free pasta that doesn't taste like shit. Garbage. And it doesn't, like, stick together and become all weird. And they sent me a whole package of gluten-free shit today. And honestly, food PR? Incredible. That's like the- Gluten-free PR, bitch? That shit is expensive. I'm living. I'm so excited. the greatest PR ever received- was for the cats. Was the cats PR. Honestly, that was the best. They Purina me, really stepped up. They stepped up. That was amazing. There was like a gift card. They gave me like a Tory Burch bag with that sponsor. Super It wasn't fancy even a sponsor. Litter. It was literally just fucking litter. Yeah. I didn't even have to do anything. Um, but yeah, no, that was lit. And they gave me um, pastry flour. And because this weekend is my birthday, even though honestly I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> um... I'm going to be making myself cupcakes, and I was thinking about, like, how I'm going to have to find, like, a gluten-free flour that doesn't flop, and I'm hoping that theirs is good. I mean, their pasta's really good, so I'll try it. Let you know. I'm going to be making a lemon cupcake with a lemon buttercream, because I love lemon, and it's my birthday, and I don't give a fuck about pleasing everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Not that I feel like anyone's going to be mad at it, but, like, you know, it's not... It's not your typical lemon chocolate. On, lemon on lemon is not the uh, typical birthday cake. I might cake. do a raspberry filling. Haven't decided. The curd. Go back a to nice that curd. Yeah. So a uh, shout out to Jovial. Shout out to all the pairs. We're not even sponsored. I'm just like, <laughs> I will absolutely accept free food. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Especially dairy-free and gluten-free food. I want to make some of that uh, farfalle later. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they give us bow ties. Like, I'm, I'm ready. I'm yeah. just ready to go. I'm ready to put on a bow tie. You know what I'm saying? But we made the most bomb-ass Alfredo that was vegan recently. Can we talk about fucking Tested? Because, holy yeah. shit, they are amazing. I will... Re- I need to remember to actually tweet the link to was this Was this in your Hits and Shits, the first one you it's did? It's going to be in my February one. Absolutely. So that'll be posted on March 1st. 
Um, so if I forget to tweet, it'll be then. <laughs> but Rebecca gave us this cookbook, and it's so cool because they test huh, um, literally every type of way of making a recipe, and they give you like the best way, and like they t- they give you like the scientific tea on why it works. It's an all vegan cookbook, by the way. Yeah. And, like, in the beginning, there's a ton of resources as to, like, how to do, like, simple vegan things that are, like, important to know if you're, like, you're trying to eat more plant-based, whatever. But the Alfredo, there's no cream in it. There's no butter in it. And it was so good and tasted just like Alfredo. And the secret ingredient, I feel like Iron Chef, is white miso paste. And somehow... I don't... How does science work? Because Somehow that worked. And it's cauliflower, a little bit of cashew. It's not a ton of cashew. And then almond milk. And I put garlic in it. It didn't even call for garlic, but I was like, it's it's fucking... Oh, yeah. We, we, like, add garlic to everything. Yeah, regardless of recipe. Like, I had to talk to a cashier after eating some of that, and I felt really bad for them because of how much garlic we used. But (laughs) I love it. But it was the best Alfredo I've made since going vegan ever. So, honestly, best Alfredo I've ever made. Because I used to suck at making, like, regular cream sauces. Yeah. So, please make it. It was amazing. I want to... Yeah. We've already made, like... Well, that's the second thing that we've made from this book. And both things were absolutely bomb. So, like, the recipes that are in there, they're a little more intensive. You know, we save them they're for... They're for a special night. We save them for the special nights. But they are so good it's like restaurant quality and it's like you just follow this simple ass recipe it's not even like crazy recipes to follow yeah like if you're good at following a normal recipe you'll be fine they're a little time intensive you know and whatever but they're great so we made the alfredo on uh valentine's day because valentine's day we don't really do anything besides like cook together usually and then like maybe go out for dessert maybe yeah um but then we just made it the other night and it was great it was great every time. It was easier the second time. I love finding a new dish to add into our like regular rotation of dishes that we have. Because we kind of go in a waves where we do a couple of dishes at one time for like a couple of weeks. And then we switch it up and we go to a different Like low-key, that's not even that bad. There's not even like a full cup of cashews in there. No. It's mostly cauliflower and almond milk. And there's no butter. So like it's really not bad. And it's so flavorful. Definitely a lot of salt. I would say from the miso, like yeah. it's got a lot of salt, but it's fucking good, man. I'm here for pasta, you know. Like, <laughs> I'm the I'm the plant based bench that does eat a lot of carbs, and it probably shows. But I just literally don't care. I can't have anything. <laughs> I can't have anything. We're we're taking what we can get over here. You know what I do now that I'm so food restricted is I watch channels like Bon Appetit, Epicurious, like all those fucking food ass youtube channels i watched a bitch for 30 minutes she was a cheese expert just tasting cheeses and describing why one was more expensive than the other and like it was not like (laughs) snobby or anything it was like so informative i learned so much and i can't eat cheese (laughs) but i just sit there and i listen to people talk about i watched a man completely debone and f- cut the fuck out of a regular I big ass tuna. I watched that one. Yeah. Cuz I think the meat like this is all the vegans that actually listen to me are probably so annoyed. I just think I think fish is so beautiful and it's delicious anyway. Um but the I, coloring that you, you The know. coloring of a tuna bitch. Oh my god. That's why I was so mad at that airport for singeing my tuna to a gray blob. <laughs> but he did so much to that fish. And I just, like, am I ever going to sit down and have a giant yellowfin tuna that I have to break down? Absolutely not. 
But do I know how to do it? Maybe. Maybe. You should learn just so that way when you meet Morimoto, you guys can debone a fish together. I want to impress that man. I'll bring him a giant fish. Like, his restaurant is in Philly. Like, he probably has more than one. Sometime, you know, maybe we should do that. I don't know. That would require going to Philly. That would require back to Pennsylvania. I don't know know if I'm ready. I don't know. I would. I would for Morimoto. While we're on the topic of food, I think we should talk about the uh the moment that was happening this week where there was crazy gender reveal cakes uh, which the whole concept of a gender reveal party cake all that stuff is fucking stupid but surprise like these- i'm showing you uh, what my kids genitals are like just re- like what a weird thing that we do this we these cakes do are so fucking stupid i just wanted to read like they all have of course, they all come with like the world's shittiest, cringiest puns on them. Yeah, and I wanted and to just read very some of them. Interesting to see what they think are the gender roles. Yep. And like, first of all, like gender reveal parties are all bullshit because your kid's gonna grow up and identify however the fuck they want, and that cake or that gun you shot has nothing to do with anything. Yep. So that's just weird. First of all, can you imagine? I don't know. But then just like as you hear just like the the random inanimate objects that are associated with the genders. I know. This goes back to when we were talking about like the products that were geared towards men the other day. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a will it be a cupcake or a stud muffin? And they have a cupcake and a muffin on top of the cake. I wanna die. Uh touchdowns or tutus. (laughs) (laughs) I have to go. As if there aren't male ballerinas as if there are women that players. play football <laughs> like yeah like they just they get worse and worse as we go on tractors or tiaras Tra- tractors you know every single one of these gender reveal cakes comes with a man who's holding a fish there's no explanation he's got deer jerky in his back pocket and he's ready to fucking Throw talk that about the second amendment <laughs> like that's what these cakes are made for well speaking of that the next one is pistols or pearls i want to actually i want to cry it's fucking horrible this one's just straight to the point stick or no stick Oh my! Ew! And also, oh my god! And then some of these just get weird. There, there's two that are like, we're here for the sex. We're just here for the sex. Like, they're trying to make a joke that like we're here for sex, guys. But like, it's, it's the just gender not a great of time. A baby, you know what I mean? To say that, I have to log off. Every time I see one of these, I'm just like, buck or doe, cut to no. <laughs> They went full on poem on that one. They went full hick. <laughs> like, there's a whole bunch that have like sperm on them. The ones that have like just actual like babies that were just born. Yeah, on I them. saw one that was like a, a, a vagina, and they made sprinkles be the pubic hair. Yeah, that's what and I'm a looking at right now. Pop it out, and I'm like, that is art, honestly. It's I, it's a fucking lie. Speaking of vaginas, um. The other night, this was actually like a month ago, it just reminded me. We had we had some friends over and Ashley says, like, was the vagina in knocked up real? And so you all know exactly what we're talking about. That's like one of the most vivid moments of my young life. It was real. That was a real birth that was shown. Wow. Isn't that fucking wild? Google it, it's fucking real. I wonder now. That's my tea fact of the day. We need to look up the vagina that, knocked that, up is real. Uh, 
Same question for Sensei. Mm. That extended 20 minute long birth scene. See, like, I forget that that happens until you bring it up. I always was, forget about it that. It was a lot. I was probably so high watching that. Like, I don't remember. <laughs> Which, we have to finish that show. I know. Because there are they... I don't think that, like, wrap-up thing happened yet, but they were doing it. Yeah, when are they going to do that? Who knows? Okay, speaking of television shows. So we have watched two shows in the span of the last time that we've talked to you. Um, they were quick and didn't have a lot to them. <laughs> yeah, we're not that bad. Okay. <laughs> so, the first show. We finally did it. We watched Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. So, thoughts. It was... I would love to buy every coat that she's wearing. It, That's my first thought. It hooked me. It's got great visual style. The characters I like. Except for uh, well, like, Joel. Yeah, like, I don't like him, but I like the character that he's playing. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Is that his name, Joel? Yeah, Joel. I thought I ripped that from Paris. It's got a really good plot. I'm rooting for... Uh, wow. What the fuck is her name? I for, I'm forgetting her name. Miss Maisel? Yeah. <laughs> Midge. 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 It's been like a week or two since oh we God. actually finished it. <laughs> I want to have a conversation with Amy Sherman Palladino. Mm. Understand why she hates fat people. Yes. That's my only complaint. And it's also very white. It's very white. Also, a little like... Okay, so what I know about Amy Sherman Palladino is that like she's half Jewish and like has said things before in interviews where she's just like, I don't really like identify as being a Jew or anything. But then like she writes about it and like her, obviously like her shows and stuff. Um, I would say a little stereotypey, like to a point where it's almost like a caricature of a Jewish she's family. Like throwing out like different terms. Like, I don't know about you, but like even I've. I know Orthodox Jews, and I don't see a menorah in every room, okay? Like, when it's not Hanukkah. Like, I don't know. That, to me, is, like, a little bit, like, ooh. That's my only complaint is, like, it's a little extra. Jews aren't just screaming the word pastrami every 10 seconds. Like, that's just not. But in terms of plot, in terms of song, in terms of acting and cinematography, A+. I'm addicted, and I Can't wait for the second season. Loved it. Like, I really did enjoy it. Yeah. And the um, other show was The Good Place. Which I've been meaning to watch for fucking ever. I did not know anything about this show before going into it. I, I knew, knew the basic premise, and then I got spoiled on a major plot twist. Like the season one finale twist. Yeah, which is a really good twist. So the best way that I could describe The Good Place is I saw this one tweet that said that it's got like lost level like world building and twists. You know what yeah. I mean? But like the heart of like Parks and Rec comedy. It's and that's exactly so what it is. Like, it's funny. It's easy to consume. You can drop... They're like 20-minute like episodes. Yeah, you can drop in really quick, and, like, they stuff a lot of shit into one episode, but... Everyone's you, beautiful. Yeah. Like, the and, whole cast. And it's a beautiful-looking show, and then it has an amazing plot underneath it. It's I know. so good, and, and it's, it's so, so funny, but, like, and oh, my so God. it's so original. It's so on the nose, too. The humor is very current. Um, the basic premise is that, like... Uh, Kristen Bell's character dies and she gets sent to the the good place or whatever and she doesn't think that she belongs there that she was supposed to go to hell essentially so that's the plot yeah um but it's really good <laughs> absolutely um but yeah the twists like and they do something like I so we binge watched the first two seasons um I'm not looking forward to having Waiting. to watch it weekly 
because every single episode is like some intense twist cliffhanger thing that keeps you being like, what the fuck? And you have to watch. Watching it, the episode ends like, well, fuck, we have to watch another one right now because we can't just wait. We were up until like two in the morning the one night because we just could not stop because there were so many good hooks. It's very good. I would highly recommend it, especially if you want something light. That's that's why both of those shows were nice and light. We're kind of in the mood for like light shows right now you know that's kind of where we were at <laughs> yeah. yeah life's a little dark so uh. <laughs> and like Maisel has some like some depth to it but like overall it's a lot lighter than like what we're used to watching yeah I would absolutely. say um, so if you have any recommendations hit us up let me know we're here always I'm like just what do I do after I do the L word you know like what, <laughs> what do I do now I'm <laughs> you've peaked <laughs> I've peaked there's nothing else left um so before we get into you know some nice astrology stuff yes. I also want to talk about something that we have finally discovered that everybody else has already known about which is HQ trivia oh my god where have we been like I've I've heard about it many times but we just never did it and I didn't never really looked and see what it is but it's just like Literally, if anybody out there played 1 versus 100 on Xbox 360, which was my favorite, one of my favorite games of all time, it is exactly like that, but on your smartphone, it's a live... On your smartphone. This is not an ad, by the way. <laughs> it's a live game show that has a real host that... Is you, there live? Yeah. And, like, on the Xbox, you would sit there, there was, like, half-hour episodes, or, like, there was, like, hour-long episodes that you could play along with, or... There was, like, half-hour, like, kind of mock episodes that you could do that weren't, like, live or anything uh, like that, you okay. know? Okay, like, to so practice you, you or You could just, like, keep playing. Yeah, to practice your skills a little bit. It was also, like, a trivia game. and So, so this app is done almost like Periscope, where you have, yeah. like, the host there, and, like, they can see everything that's going on. And it's, like, 12 questions. You have a... Ten have, seconds to answer. Yeah, ten seconds. So that makes it, like, you can't fucking cheat. We've tried, trust me. Like, you, <laughs> you can't. You don't have enough time. And they get increasingly more difficult, and you have the chance to win $2,500, and it's like it um, automatically goes to your PayPal if you win. And like you do have to split that with how many people win, but sometimes like only 12 people win, or like yeah the one time it was like the pot was actually worth like 25 grand it was 15 questions and like only like 40 people won no it was five people got there so they uh, each got five thousand dollars i'm thinking of the time that everyone got 40 bucks never mind <laughs> yeah but like i that's saw a time when everybody easy. got 200 dollars. like but that's just great for like it's 15 minutes you know and you just answer these questions and i have it's like one of the only apps i have that i have notifications turned on yeah because they have like different um times during the day that they do it they do it at like noon pacific 6 p.m pacific and then on the weekends it's only 6 p.m pacific oh okay okay which i would think it would be the other way around but i don't know but it's lit and like we haven't won yet of course okay can i drag you for a second oh my god I, I, i'm like i'm sorry that i have to do this to you i but it got shook nervous me. i got nervous i got nervous it glitched it glitched it glitched he didn't know that calamari was squid can I you got believe nervous. that i got nervous i just needed to share that with people then again, I also thought an Aquarius was water sign for a while there, <laughs> and I should know that. So we're all at fault, folks. But uh, I'd recommend playing it because it was uh, really fun. But also, don't play it because I want less people to win. Yeah, honestly, stop. Never mind. I'm gonna delete that part. This is Bye. actually trash. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I can't believe. Oh, but I did want to say though that it's from the people that made Vine. 
which oh, is really random. Interesting. Like the people that sold it to Twitter. Because like I was wondering, how do they make the money? Because there's no ads on it or anything. Um, you don't pay to download; it's all free, and they have money that they're giving out. So apparently, it's just backed by a bunch of like investors in Silicon Valley. But like they're trying to make ways for it to be monetized like, like having sponsored in future, questions in the future they could definitely have like in the beginning when you're waiting like for ad. the game to begin you could definitely have an advertisement there and or like if you i hope that they would never do this where you would have a microtransaction to buy stuff so that like if you die those yeah i don't think they would ever do like they have a thing where like if you invite somebody and they play a game that you get a, an extra life that like if you get a question wrong you can keep playing along which i did that to you i invited you and you played a game but i never got it um i didn't even know that was a thing yeah so that's a way that you can get like an extra life but like it's it's the one thing i like about it is it doesn't seem very like rigged like you know when you're you're looking at some apps and you see the people that have like they're number one globally and like it's insane how they got there and like i feel like yeah. this it's very like just random because it's really, you can't cheat. There's not enough time. Absolutely not. You'd have to have, like, Alex Trebek next to you screaming answers. Because <laughs> I just imagine that he knows everything, right? He does know Him everything. Him and David Attenborough and Neil deGrasse Tyson in a room together. Give me the tea. Honestly. That's what I want. Okay. Okay, so speaking of apps that I'm obsessed with right now. Um, so I finally, I've been putting this off forever, but I finally got a free trial for Skillshare. Skillshare. Um, I got the premium version. I think it's like $12 a month when you actually pay for it. And you get, once again, this is not sponsored. <laughs> I yeah. feel like I have to say that. because just it's shouting everything. out everything. But like, I want to give some recommendations. So it's like an app or whatever, but you can also access it on like a website if you want to use it on your computer. And you get access to thousands of fucking videos teaching you how to do stuff. Everything from art to social media to music to cooking to fucking botany to literally any skill. Photoshop, like everything. And then once you get in there and you have like the fucking account, you have access to everything. You can fucking download stuff, play it later. Like you don't lose the information. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's so and it's from useful content from like people that are like fucking talented as hell. Yeah. Like, and like some of those people are already like professionals in their <laughs> field or like have taught school, like whatever. It's so cool. Um, I'm using it like, you know, for art stuff, music stuff. Like I'm sure there's, there's language food stuff, stuff and plant stuff on there. Too. Yeah. Plant stuff. I've been using it for. It's fucking great. And if you, first of all, the free trial or whatever is like three months or whatever. So that's pretty lit. And apparently they make it really easy for you to like not keep going after that. Like, you know, it's how not some, YouTube red guys. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, how some subscription services, like they make it really hard for you to cancel your free trial. Any subscription you do through the iTunes store, it's impossible mm -hmm. to cancel them. You have to click through like 17 pages to get to your subscription. What was it? Sleep. That one sleep app that I used to use. Yeah. I forget what it's called. But anyway, they make it easy. But like, honestly, when my f fucking trial is over, I will be paying the $12 because I am just living because honestly, YouTube is bullshit. And like all of my favorite people that were making like art content stopped making YouTube content because YouTube is trash. And it's a way to support the people that are making the content more directly because yeah. you're paying an actual fee to get in there. But th and then there's no ads. And honestly, that, but... like it's so 
so useful and I feel like I'm a student and I love it and it makes me like so inspired because people excited. can set up like classes on there it's like a curriculum of videos oh and yeah stuff it's to great follow. especially for like anyone out there that is like just wants to pick up a new skill or hobby and you have no fucking idea where to start like for me right now I have like basic watercolor skills but I'm looking to hone them I never went to school for watercolor so I'm doing Skillshare stuff to like hopefully get better at watercolor um because polymer clay is where I truly shine I feel and then like I'm also trying to make all these digital things and I don't know shit about Photoshop like I have always wanted to but now I'm like learning how to use like all these different Adobe programs and I'm like this is amazing. These are the skills that I really wanted. Also really useful skills. But the really social media skills stuff. skills for like if you're trying to get a job with anybody else. Like, yeah, like they have coding. They have photography stuff. How to like actually make the most out of your DSLR settings. Like all these things that you're like, I'll get around to reading the fucking manual eventually. And then you just don't. Yeah. Like it's so useful. So I would highly recommend it. Especially if you just want to try the free trial. I don't have like a link or anything. I'm sure that I could. I just don't know how to do it yet. But it's a great app and I just wanted to recommend it because I've literally been like nonstop watching videos while I'm doing everything and it's just so nice. I have like this endless stream of content right now. It's your new YouTube. It really is. The only thing I'll say is it's annoying when you like put it in landscape and it like only you have to, okay, whatever. It's just, it's not the most user friendly when you put it in landscape for whatever reason. That's my only complaint and I wish we had an Wow, cancel, delete this right now but if we had an apple tv i'd be able to put it up on the tv screen which would be really cool but we got rid of our old one i don't know why it was a long time ago just because we had like 17 different devices that all did the same thing yeah true except you can't have that (laughs) nope but anyway let's talk astrology astrology yes so we did this a while ago to try and really understand why i am not feeling so pisces now i forget which one of my friends recommended this app another app recommendation this is just like the app show this is just the recommendation episode true so it's called like a lot of my friends are like half into astrology some of my friends are like really into it more of my friends are like me where i'm like i'll buy the pisces aspects do i really think that like mercury fucking my ass is really why i failed that test i don't know that's my view on astrology I don't know, but I think it's really fun to read personality type twe- uh, tests, twezzes. I was going to say twizz. quiz and test at the same time. Uh, so the app is called CoStar, but in the app store, you have to do like co-star. I don't know why. Yeah, I was trying to find it the other day again because I deleted it. And <laughs> <gasps> you deleted our Lord and Savior. I can't believe this. Well, listen, you know, I don't read my fucking horoscope or anything, so I just deleted it. Well, it, it has, but... like, what the planets are saying your life is like that day, Well, man. the planets can eat my ass. Wow, I heard, they heard you. <laughs> so, anyway, this app, you start off by putting in your birth chart, and it's also really great because you can add your friends and you can compare your birth charts with your friends. Wow. Which is my kind of socializing. See how fucked up we all are. Hey. Yeah, right? And then it tells you all of your different things and what the planets are in and which signs and all that bullshit. So we're going to get into that because we want to know why Chris is the way that he is. Yeah. But then every day it gives you like in court, according to your chart, like what your horoscope is, which I would say has been more accurate than past horoscopes, but is it a placebo effect? 
I don't know. I just like to have fun, guys. Let's not be so serious. So this is this gives you even more than just like your sun, your moon, and your rising. Like it gives you like every oh, planet where she's at. Now you know? I'm not gonna read everything here because it would be annoying. However, I did have my chart briefly done by Paulina a while ago, and she did say that my Mercury was in Pisces. And this also says that. So we know that she's good. So get your birth chart done by Paulina. <laughs> okay. Um, Paulina knows her fucking shit. About yeah. Paulina's this. the friend that like she fucking knows this stuff. I'm like a very like fake fan <laughs> of astrology. I just like to have a scapegoat, aka Mercury, whenever things are going bad during that time of the year. <laughs> but yeah, like Mercury is a communication planet. So that makes sense that mine's Pisces because I very very much communicate emotionally yeah through everything so anyway so your sun sign is the sign that you get when you are just living your life wherever time of the fucking year you're born your your month one that you all probably know that's your sun sign so we're both pisces right yeah so everyone says that also this is going to be like our fucked up way of telling you about birth charts like we're not we don't know what we're (laughs) really talking about well you're you know more than me i know absolutely nothing okay well Everyone says that your sun sign doesn't really mean anything about your personality. I don't... I definitely identify Should we read what this says, you know, for each... Like, just for those three... They the basically sun. say that it's your ego identity and your role in life, and it's the core of who you are, okay? Yeah. So, we already know what a Pisces is. We don't have to go into that. So, your moon sign and your rising signs are supposed to be, like, even more accurate to like who you actually are so your moon rules your emotions your moods and your feelings and it makes so much fucking sense for my pisces ass to have a moon in scorpio and that folks is why i'm a fucking mess (laughs) what about you what's your moon again cancer okay that also makes sense to me like it just does okay (laughs) i know i've known some cancer boys and that makes sense (laughs) to me um, I'm not gonna read into like why, but like if you if you're a Scorpio in any way, like you understand what I'm going coming from here. So your rising apparently is what you show to the world, like the sign that you are like observed to be, and what yeah. people think of you before they actually get to know you. And this makes so much sense because I'm very introverted and shy, and I feel like a lot of people, especially online, don't really see that. They see me as outgoing because I have these like public platforms, whatever. And, like, people that know me from, like, my internet stuff or, like, have heard things about me, like, think I'm going to be outgoing and then they get to know me. And I'm very much like, let's do a jigsaw puzzle and watch Planet Earth. (laughs) So it makes sense to me that my rising is a Leo. So people think I'm, like, this, like, center of attention wanting, like, outgoing, I don't know, like gets along with everyone. I mean, I get along with everyone, but like... Yeah, I get what you mean, though. Definitely just more outgoing. Like a friendly, outgoing, and... Extroverted. Meanwhile, she's not very outgoing. Like, I have to really push myself. So that, to me, was very eye-opening. I was like, oh, that's why everyone thinks that, Mm -hmm. and then they're disappointed when they meet me, and I'm shy and don't want to go to the club. (laughs) What about you? Uh, Aquarius. Okay, and what does an Aquarius mean for you in that regard because this would be what people think you are and this is why people don't think you're a pisces it says your ascendant is an aquarius meaning you come across as broad-minded intellectual and prone to abstraction though somewhat detached or abrupt in your dealings with the real world so accurate so wow drag me more please (laughs) and what did it say for having your um your moon and cancer 
I just want to read the last sentence of this rising. Okay. It says, your unconventional interests may seem eccentric or pretentious to others. So Let us know. Does Chris seem pretentious or eccentric? My moon in cancer means that uh, your emotional self is sensitive, thoughtful, and empathetic. You have a tendency to feel like a martyr and secretly fear being abandoned by those you love. Is that a drag? You often have trouble letting things go and feel like an emotional wreck. Well, how do you feel about that? I feel like that's a pretty solid drag of me. Okay. In a way, in a way I didn't expect. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. So for my Scorpio moon, it's okay. It says it means your emotional self is intense, passionate, and a bit dramatic. You have trouble <laughs> opening up and letting other people in. That's absolute bullshit. I'm an open book. Like that's yeah. complete bullshit. And try to keep your intense, darker emotions private. Kinda. 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 Though I do have a tendency, like, when I'm really low, to, like, completely detach from everyone and just hide. And, like, wait it out myself because it, like, seems to help me more. Or maybe it doesn't. Who knows? (laughs) You find it difficult to trust others. That's my PTSD. Um, (laughs) Which means your powers of perception may manifest in suspicion and controlling tendencies. Wouldn't say I'm controlling. However, suspicious? Absolutely. But once again, that's the PTSD. It made me, like... Where does the PTSD end and and the the horoscope begin? The S is Scorpio, I guess. No. Pisces traumatic Scorpio disorder. That's actually what I have. Not post-traumatic stress. Yeah, wow. Wow, the more you know. No, I'm just kidding. So anyway, it's a very interesting app. People it's that are fun. more knowledgeable on these situations, maybe, you know, tell us a little bit more about Yeah, what let us know mean. if we're fucking this up. But yeah, it says my Mercury is in Pisces, which means that I'm very emotionally driven when it comes to talking to people. So that totally makes sense okay. for me. And, yeah, I don't know. I have a lot of Aquarius in me and stuff. Like, honestly, half of these planets are in Aquarius, so I don't even know what that means. I need to keep reading, but we're not going to bore you, but... I just want to say, though, my Mercury is in Aries, and it says that <laughs> I I think fast and start conversations enthusiastically, and that is a total fucking lie. Yeah. That what else does it say? Lie. I don't see Aries in you. Um, if I did, I'd leave. <laughs> your Mercury is in Aries, meaning your intellect is quick, independent, impatient, energetic, and direct. You s- start conversations fastly and okay, but enthusiastically, like, honestly, and have- I, I'm likely to yell. <laughs> Okay, true. Have you seen you, though, in a, like, social setting where you have to, like, be communicative? You jump right in, and you're very intelligent, and, like, you, you're the one that, like, makes everyone laugh in, like, a chill way. Like, you're good in meetings at work. Like I just a, know a lot of shitty puns. In a professional setting, you, like, are very quick on your feet, and also you do go straight to yelling when you're, like, upset. Yeah. Even when you're, like, not, like, angry, and you're just, like, passionate, you go straight to boisterous well you know which is so funny because i've had people tweet me me, i can't picture chris yelling get inside (laughs) get inside boys (laughs) anyway wow what a time that was a crazy time so yeah her birthday's this week uh saturday can't wait to turn 26 This is the point now where it's just a number until 30. Well, I'm closer to 30 than I am to 20. And honestly, God bless because (laughs) fuck the early 20s. Sorry if anyone is in the early 20s, but uh, it'll get somewhere better, maybe. Uh, You feel feel older, wiser? I am. But like, that's just because I'm so tired. (laughs) (laughs) 
I've been feeling like that since birth. I said wiser, not weary. <laughs> okay, true. I get them confused. Um, but yeah, so I'm getting my tattoo done on Sunday. So we went in for our consultation whenever that was. And I'm getting, if you didn't know, I'm getting two Monstera leaves on my left shoulder. And I'm going to be You caught the buying... old tattoo bug that they always say you get after you have a tattoo. And they're like, you just want a million more. That's really true. What is it about it? I just don't need to be spending money on these things. But here I am. We all just want pain. <laughs> <laughs> okay. True. Um, Chris is next, though. He'll totally be next. You know, we keep saying that. We've said that for fucking years. And she dragged you. She literally dragged me. <laughs> Rita, we were in there and we were talking about it. And I was like, Chris is t- going to be next. And she was like, he said that last time. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. She's so nice, though. She squeezed me in for like the day after my birthday. So me and Ashley are getting tattoos together. We should have honestly gotten matching tattoos. Oh, my God. I'd be that bitch. Get puzzle pieces. Puzzle pieces. Or like, I don't know, just like... The same matching nipple on our nipples. <laughs> that would be cool. Wow. Nippleception. I would be into that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's my whole brand. But anyway, I'm like, honestly, birthday for me, I like, it sucks because I don't want to be that bitch that's like, oh my God, I'm dreading my birthday. Like, bleh. you know what I mean? Like, there's yeah, always that you. person that you know. I feel like my reason for it is a little bit more just because it just like is like, hey, the people who made you have birthdays are not here. It's just a lot for me. Like, it really is. So I try not to dwell on it. Um, God bless therapy. But it confronts me every year with more shit about that situation that I have to deal with. And honestly, if I knew that at 26, I was going to have to be writing a will and, like, figuring out power of attorney situations and, like... Who pulls the plug on me? Um, I didn't know that that would be my life at the moment. But it is. Um, And it's fucking weird. And I wanted to talk about it because I get a lot of emails and stuff from people that, like, have had a similar situation as me in regards to being estranged from their families. And I feel like the more I talk about, like, the... I don't know, the more nuances of it that people don't really think about. Like, I feel like the people that have not been estranged from their families don't realize how much that affects, even if it's a good thing. Yeah. It still affects so much shit. And, like, for some reason, my birthday right now is just making me think, like, yo, if I am in the hospital, they have control over me. That's not good. Like, I don't know. That's just where my mind is at right now. So I've had to figure out a bunch of, like, really heavy shit lately and uh don't love it i mean it is always good to have a will when you get to be an adult you know i guess i know i'm leaving all three bucks (laughs) i'm leaving like who wants to own my student loan debt guys oh my god honestly (laughs) that's what i'm leaving behind see like all right so my thought process is like okay yeah like i don't want to leave behind all my shit to my abusers i also don't my abusers who literally ignore when i'm in the hospital to have control over my body in a hospital situation However, it would be cool to stick them with my student debt. And also, even if I have a will that's, like, to you, obviously, and you're my power of attorney, whatever. Which also, by the way, what a fucking dark task that this 20-fucking-5-year-old over here has to deal with now because my parents fucking suck. You know what I mean? Like, that's shitty. I knew it was going to happen eventually because we're probably going to get married someday. Yeah, but like, I know. Like, we it's... Knew- 
I don't know, maybe all the people that got married at, like, 22 already grappled with this. And because we haven't had to think about all those legalities, because we're just roommates. Yeah. As Emily Gilmore would say. And they were roommates. You know, but... Okay, so this is so dark, but, like, if I do die, (laughs) and my parents are still co-signed on my student loans... Are they fucked they, or are they you are, fucked? They are the ones that are fucked because they're co-signed. And That's amazing. Co-signing means basically that you as a singular person do not have enough credit or have bad enough credit that the bank will not give you money. But if somebody else signs with you, they know that if you flop, that other person that signed will have to step can up. pay the money back and that other person has to have like a pretty good credit score or that's whatever. amazing so they would get it i hope that on it i don't hope for this but like honestly even in death it would be great to fuck them over like <laughs> i already said i was gonna haunt my mom but like you know whatever i know this is really heavy shit but it's just it's what she's thinking about and i don't know it's realistic i try to make a joke out of it but obviously it is really like no it's what you said these are the the, the real more, things that the, she's got to deal with the, things of life that you have to think about when you're in a situation like this when you're estranged like Like, i didn't think that at 22 when i'm hearing obama tell me that i'm gonna have my parents health insurance until i'm 26 that i was gonna get caught off from their health insurance like out of spite for coming out like that wasn't fun either you know like there's a lot of like things that like but then also, I'm sure there's going to be, like, adults that are older than me listening to this being like, oh, my God. Like, she sounds like such a fucking, like, young idiot. But, like, honestly, it's just, like, a lot of people don't have to worry about these things yet because their families are alive, which mine are. And they're also and supportive you know, and nurturing. Kind of like guide should guide you through, like, all the different things, you know, like. I guess the next like are like it's almost I'm at the point where I'm like do I need to like tell them that they will no longer be in control like in a medical scenario but like obviously they don't pick up the phone anyway but like regardless it's like do I owe them that courtesy of like letting them know that I know you're saying no because you fucking hate them but you know (laughs) these are like the things that I have to I'm like thinking about I'm like is that weird to like not tell them I don't know it's a whole thing it's a fucking mess, though, I must say. <sighs> Legal papers in general are just never fun. Though things. I did learn that to have a will, because I was like, do you have to get that notarized? Like, what's the protocol with writing a will? And apparently the T on writing a will is that is, as long as you sign it and then you have, like, someone else, like, I could have you sign it and be like, I fucking see this happening, then, like, that's a document. But it's different per state. We're talking, yeah. about, we're talking about U.S. right now, and it's different per state, so, like, yeah. you have Apparently, to read up on your rules. it's legal in Pennsylvania to do that, but in Washington, it's not. But, like, you could also say that it was written in Pennsylvania and they would have no way of knowing. I don't know. It's a whole thing. Either way, I am actually going to get, like, a lawyer involved and, like, everything, because I'm going to do it... By by the book because i want it to be by the book yeah, yeah like i don't want <laughs> i don't want any fuck-ups happening but apparently you can hack your will um so that's cool uh, <laughs> we love that i gotta say that there's just like a lot of like confidence in the way that we do things because if like if i can hack my will what else is going on in like legal government documents you know like what kind of other fuckery is going on if i could just like write down on a piece of paper hey everything goes to you and say it was written like seven years ago and that like goes i guess that's wild i know it is that is wild it's interesting but like i can't wait to leave everything to squeezy yeah he deserves it all (laughs) 
all of my money. Can you leave things to a pet? I don't... What would that do? I don't know. Honestly, like, I would say what I'm going to do is, like, everything's being left to you, and then everything that you are not going to use that, like, I know that you won't use will just be donated. Like... Yeah. That's what I'm doing. Pretty much the same. Is that dark? (laughs) I mean, yeah. It definitely is. It's dark, but, you know... Whatever. I haven't Dumbledore heard anybody said. else talking about this kind of shit. So whatever. It's just fucking life. So happy birthday. Hashtag estranged life. Let me know if that's you. If it is, I'm here. <laughs> it's it's interesting, I must say. But like, I'm trying not to like let that. The that's like the Pisces mood coming in, right? Yeah. <laughs> My Scorpioness or whatever. It's annoying though, I must say. But I'm trying not to like let that fuck over like the whole birthday scenario honestly her mental health lately has not been fabulous i'm feeling a little bit of that feeling i was feeling in january and i think it's because like my attention is now off of lila since that she's okay um so now i'm like oh all the things that i was ignoring because i was worried about lila are back so she's back i don't know Honestly, art is helping like so much. Art is amazing. Art I'm just therapy. like putting all of my energy into my Etsy store right now, and I hope it shows. But like literally, that's all I've been doing. Like all I'm doing is working on Etsy stuff, and it is making is the one thing keeping me like okay. <laughs> yeah, a good, a smooth okay. You a know? smooth okay. Smooth okay. <laughs> but I'm excited to get my tattoo. She's also touching up my other one, so I'm gonna be healing on both sides, but. I'll, I'll deal. You're just going to be covered in that second skin shit. I know. I'm going to be slathered in aquaphor. I'm going to be like, a, <laughs> like grease the melon, oh, boys. Oh, God. Here we go now. <laughs> Let's grease the melon. I am the melon. I think we should, uh, you know, take a quick little break and then come back with a quiz and some questions. Some uplifting moments. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. We'll be right back. Today's so- podcast is brought to you by Zola. So for any of you out there that are in the process of planning a wedding or think you're going to have a wedding in the near future, Zola is doing a great thing where they're kind of bringing wedding registry and like creating a wedding from scratch, like into the 21st century by like having it all online and connected. And it's making a really great service that's easy to use to help you and your guests have like the most streamlined wedding you could possibly have. So basically what you do is you make a Zola website and then you can have like your wedding website, which will show all of your guests like where where it's going to be, you know, all the different information that they need about the event. And then it also can link in all of the registry stuff. And then guests can actually go in together on certain gifts and things. And they just make it really easy for both you and your guests to get all the information about your wedding out there to everyone. Which honestly, I didn't even think about having like a website for a wedding. That's, honestly, that's really smart. That's a really smart idea. And then having the registry. Registry online is also something that I never even thought of. I just picture scanning things in a store, but yeah. this is all built into a website that's easy to use. And they have it so that you can personalize all of your registry things with like photos of the items and like notes about it. So you can be like, oh, this is something that I really want or, you know, something that's just like kind of fun, you know, depending on what you want. Yeah. And they have like for the registry, they have tons of items from like regular department stores and everything. But then it goes more than that because you can get like things for a honeymoon fund or like different subscriptions or 
like classes or anything like that. So it's like digital items as well as like physical department store kind of things. And then they also have like planning tools for your wedding. So if like you're just having trouble planning your own wedding and everything, because honestly, there's probably like so much that you need to do. They have like customizable checklists and guest list managers. So you can like manage all the people that are coming to your wedding. You can also have like a checklist because, you know, Chris, that's something that he would be all about because yeah, you just absolutely. need like to get all your shit together and organize. Planning a wedding can be extremely stressful. So having tools like this that make it extremely easy, not only for you, but for your guests that are coming because there's some great features like green group gifting where a whole bunch of people can you know chip in on one bigger item which yeah. would be really helpful and the fact that this service just facilitates all of that through a website and a registry is really nice uh, we have an offer for you guys if you go to zola.com cwc you can receive a 50 dollar credit toward your registry again that's zola zola.com cwc for that 50 dollar credit all right, we're gonna change gears with a quiz that is just silly and fun and not vegan. And I've been eating a lot of pizza lately, so it's very unbrand. Which I'm very sad that Whole Foods may be discontinuing carrying the uh, gluten-free crust that we have found and love. I are. know. Whole Foods, why you gotta do this to me? I know Come I on. could make my own, but honey. Honestly, I'm tired. all the hacks you got to do for gluten-free vegan stuff, I'm just here to buy some 100% though, I will say, having to not eat gluten is a billion times harder than not eating dairy. Yep. Like, so much easier to avoid dairy. Absolutely. So, I mean, whatever. Anyway, so this is... This is, uh, everyone has a type of pizza that suits their personality. What's yours? I can't wait. Which <sighs> Netflix original would you rather binge? Stranger Things, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt... Bojack Horseman, Orange is the New Black, Jessica Jones, or American Vandal. I have never heard of the last one. I um, am going to say Stranger Things. Same. Which city would you rather spend a week in? New York, <laughs> Tokyo, Paris. because we were just there? Or like, haha, you're never going back. <laughs> I'm never going back. <laughs> <gasps> oh my god. Um, Tokyo, Paris. Tokyo, Paris, Morocco, Amsterdam, Las Vegas. I think you pronounced that wrong, but you know, we're just gonna... I'm going to hope that i didn't we're just gonna power through all right so i was literally just in new york and, and i've never been to paris but she's going i'm go oh but tokyo mm. uh, i'm going tokyo okay i'm doing paris which non-pizza food would you rather eat nachos chicken wings burger salad mac and cheese that's your answer burrito mac and cheese i've never found a non-dairy one that's okay i'm going with a burger um, that fucking bonus. That little... Quiznos question just scared the shit out of me. I'm not answering that one. Okay. That's a Quidoba. Oh, whatever. It's all a cue. Okay, which activity would you rather do? Attend a cheese and wine tasting, bullet journal, go clubbing, do a puzzle, have a campfire with friends, or go hiking? Ooh. Fuck, I love the last three so much. I know. I want to do. I want to do a puzzle, then have a campfire, then go hiking. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, have a campfire. I love a good campfire. Roast a fucking Mars. Yeah. Have that little charred I bit. gotta do the campfire, too. It just I want to go camping, like true camping again, because I, I miss that. True I used to camping? Do that. Nah, I'm good with Airbnb. I'm a glamp. <laughs> oh That's the straightest God. thing I've ever said. But it's true. <laughs> <laughs> what would you rather be a professor of? Philosophy, quantum physics, English literature, criminology, zoology, or fine arts? Uh, Zoology. Which one is math? Physics? You're going to hate me. I'm going to pick quantum physics. I knew you were going to pick physics. Which superpower would you rather have? Uh, telepathy, 
invisibility, superhuman strength, weather modification. It's mine. I'm immortality or flight. I would pick invisibility. I oh, every single quiz that gives you a superpower or like magical thing, I always pick invisibility cloak or invisibility. That sounds like the greatest fucking thing to have. Are you kidding? Like weather modification is probably not like the most useful out oh of all of these, God. but I mean, hey, I could make this fucking cold weather go away god damn it no but you'd love to be that fucking weather boy are you yeah. kidding yeah i know but honestly, storm was one of my favorite superheroes like when i was really like, into watching like x-men and stuff okay you know? i got hawaiian pizza <laughs> which i've never had hawaiian pizza i've had pineapple on like a vegetarian pizza with like lots of like spicy peppers and stuff but i've never had like all right listen i've had and pineapple on a i've pizza. had hawaiian pizza i honestly fucking like it you can all drag me to filth i don't give a shit I like i can it. understand why that combination would be delicious i don't think it needs cheese though i think that's fucking weird um because the vegetarian pizzas that i put pineapple on i never put cheese on yeah um uh, but i just don't love ham that much like if that were like barbecue pork and pineapple i'd be fucking with that yeah. that's probably what real hawaiian pizza is this is like fake anybody Honestly, that lives in hawaii do you guys have that this. shit like no we or, totally made that it was probably like am texas yeah am texas am texas <laughs> i was gonna say alabama so what does it say though oh uh, it says you're definitely a standout personality people either love you or they hate you there's no in between okay wow <laughs> you're loud yet sweet most of the time so what's loud the ham like i'm confused um but when someone crosses you you aren't afraid to show them your more savory side absolutely false that's the ham (laughs) that's never true you're confident and unapologetic nope and your friends and family love you for your unique personality half true um okay (laughs) i got margarita pizza least kosher pizza anyway margarita yeah you're reliable and traditional and not a huge fan of change so far right <laughs> you can be a bit of a worrier and overthinker but you're grounded and dependable and always there for your friends you're an old soul at heart and prefer a quiet simple evening to a flashy night out everything about that was a direct it's just a view into his mind it was because i chose weather the best part about it is that like margarita pizza is what straight white people buy when they're trying to be like fancy and like stepping <laughs> out but it's literally a normal pizza but it's called margarita pizza don't drag me it's even more special when they add like fucking ranch chicken on it <laughs> which <laughs> okay sorry. that was like i can't believe that was my whole life like ranch chicken <laughs> that was my whole life i can't believe ranch chicken was my whole life I hated ranch always. And chicken, I was like, I was just always annoyed to eat chicken unless it was like a lit chicken tender. But you had to eat that out. Honestly, I had like, oh my God, I had fucking uh, fish and chips that was vegan. Oh my God. Wow. What they put in it? Like seaweed or it was like tofu? It was tofu wrapped in seaweed and then deep fried, but it was also gluten free. Yeah, and oh my god, it tasted exactly like fish. I don't know how they did it, but it It was was, so good. It was fucking heavy, and I could not eat a lot of it, but it was so good. It was incredible. Go to No Bones. I love hacks. Where is that? Fremont or Ballard? I always forget. Uh, Fremont, I believe. So for all the people that are like, I'm visiting Seattle in whatever moment, what should I do? Go to No Bones. Go to No Bones. (laughs) 
Because that's like, I would say our number if one. If you're looking for question. like really good vegan and gluten-free options, because they have a lot of both. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. it's all vegan and then, and then they have a lot of gluten-free. Oh my God, they're jackfruit flautas, bitch. Uh, oh Fuck my God. Up. They're so good. But yeah, wow. Margarita pizza. All right, so let's do some questions now. I'm going to go to patreon.com slash Rachel from all the binchos. And first one's from Alyssa who said, fuck, Mary kill, blue whales, orcas, and belugas. Oh, that's so easy. Okay. Is okay. it so easy? Yes. I would fuck a beluga. I'd marry a blue whale, the biggest fucking animal on planet Earth. And I'd kill orcas because honestly, they are vish. I feel bad for them when they're in SeaWorld, but when they're in the real world... They're mean. <laughs> okay. I'm going to do the same thing except flip the blue and the beluga. Oh, I'm going to marry that. Whale. I'm going to marry the beluga. Okay. I, I see that. I see that. Next one's from Hey, well, you said, hey, Chris and Rachel, not the most lighthearted question in regards to recent news. This is not a lighthearted show today, honestly. We had like first half, here's all the recommendations. Second half, here's all the feelings. <laughs> um, so anyway, are there any ways that you guys practically deal with the anxiety and paranoia that arises from mass shootings? It's so sad. I had actually planned to ask this question two weeks ago, right after the shootings in both Kentucky and Pennsylvania. Now a top mass shooting has yet again occurred before I even had the chance to pose this question the first time. Up. After mass shootings occur, I find my anxiety over being in public spaces spirals out of control to the point where I don't feel safe anywhere outside of my apartment. If you guys have felt this feeling, how have you coped with it? So, yeah, I guess because we didn't have our show until after that happened last week, so we didn't even talk about what happened in Florida. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure everyone knows by now that there was a fucking another school shooting, another, like, fucking assault rifle was able to be purchased by a fucking 19-year-old. I don't want to go into, like, all the details because I'm sure you guys have all known and we've all, like spent a lot of time on this but i just want to i gotta say all of the fucking survivors of that fucking shooting that are raising hell right now that's exactly what i wanted to say like Like, incredible i am ready i am so ready for the next generation to like the next elections when you guys are getting old enough to vote i am so fucking ready i hope you guys feel so empowered to register and get out and vote as soon as you're 18. It's just so fucked up that, like, these these kids, some of them aren't even, like, 18. The adults just, are not taking care of them. Exactly. So they have to, like, grow up faster. It's awful. And, like, something that I saw today is, like, they didn't even experience Columbine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is, like... It's just wild to me, like, how their perception of school shootings and mass shootings is so much different than ours. Because we grew up in the beginning thinking, like, oh, this is, like, That was that rare. one event that happened. You know, it was Columbine. Yeah, happened. and it's like, oh, this is so rare. Like, this would never happen again, blah, blah, blah. And then, blah. like, Virginia Tech happened, and then that was, like, and the And then next... it's just a spiral. Yeah. And now, like, these, yeah. So, anyway, in terms of anxiety and how I fucking deal with that because let's be fucking honest that is so real i ever since the aurora shooting have never felt safe in a movie theater and that is so sad but it's i mean i know that i'm very perceptive of these kinds of things like this kind of shit really gets to me as someone with ptsd like it it makes me i already have that like hyper vigilance always looking over my shoulder always being hypertense in like a public setting like i used to be like pretty almost agoraphobic when we first moved to seattle i was like too afraid to like go anywhere and it's a big city you know it's one of the bigger cities on the west coast so yeah. i'm very receptive to this kind of anxiety and now a lot of people that have never even experienced anxiety before are dealing with this too so you're not alone first of all like 
regardless of like where you are in your mental health journey, like you are not the only one feeling like very tense and stressed. And like when these things happen now, I am very lucky that I am like already enrolled in therapy, but like I always bring this to her and she always reminds me that like, you know, it makes total sense that this would heighten your, your usual anxiety. Um, and so what I do is I, first I talk to my therapist, like I'm lucky that I have that outlet and I know that not everyone does. There are like resources also like places online in the communities that you can find, like where people are talking about mental health, especially like Reddit, surprisingly really good about that kind of stuff. Um, but like there's apps called better help and things like that. You can call hotlines, honestly, like I'm sure they're getting a lot of traffic right now, honestly, because I'm sure a lot of people are feeling this way. But other practical things that I do, um, I spend a lot of time with my loved ones and I go out and do things with them because I always feel a little bit safer in a group and they're all feeling the same shit. And honestly, it's just good to be around like your friends, especially during shit like this, because I don't know, it just it just makes you feel more grounded just being around your loved ones like to be like and like still going out with them and like <laughs> yeah. trying to do things but like don't push yourself either because i know that like it can be really scary and i know that you know i'm gonna be feeling on edge you know i don't know i feel on edge every time i buy a concert ticket now i like, can't imagine like oh god like just so many there's so many different scenarios now where like this has happened it's i can understand that the the paranoia and the fear and the anxiety like it it it's happening so commonplace now like so it's getting to a point now where the nation like is not even like they're like getting complacent with it because it's just like oh well this is what happens this is just normal life so they're not like anxious about it anymore they're just like this is what happens but i would just do whatever you normally do to battle like panic and anxiety attacks like for me that's getting into my art which i've been doing a lot lately because i haven't been feeling great and then honestly like this has really increased my paranoia um and i mean there's not like i wish i had a better answer i wish with all these kind of things it's always like i wish there was like here is something i can do to just like it's gone like to solve the the anxiety to solve the paranoia it makes me mad that sometimes i get angry that i'm affected by the actions of these individuals that commit all these terrorism fucking massacres like it bothers me that like in some way like they win because i'm like now you know jittery as fuck when i'm anywhere and i don't like going to a movie theater on certain nights or for openings of like a fucking movie and like concerts like remember when i was it was like right after something happened and then we saw jason Mraz in la and i was fucking on edge yeah i don't remember and, like, what las vegas was but it just there's always something else so I think, like, it makes me so angry that, like, it does affect me. But, like, I am human and, you know, I am very receptive of this kind of shit, too. So, like, it just, it affects me and, like, whatever. I own it. It sucks. But also, a lot of people are feeling this way. And the only thing that we can do is make sure that legislation for gun control is passed. And that is the only thing that I feel like will make me feel a little safer. Not stop talking about it. Yeah, like like literally not letting this fucking go away in like two days until the next one. At some point that there's going to be enough time that's passed that we can start politicizing this. Oh my God. As the Republicans like to say that we can't 
politicize this event. So if we just keep talking about it all the time, you can't keep using that excuse. And also, like, I've seen some tweets, and I will reiterate this because I, I'm the same way. If I were to ever be a victim of gun violence and I lose my life, I will absolutely give anyone the right, put that on my will, to use my death as a way to fucking politicize this argument to have some sort of gun control passed. Like, absolutely. I give yep. you full permission because I'm very passionate about this. Um and, like, I'm not here to take your fucking duck hunting rifle or anything. I'm here to block the sale of fucking assault war weapons for fucking 19-year-olds to be able to purchase legally. That's not okay. Yeah. Um, and I'm also really, like, this is another tangent. God, things like this just further stigmatize mental health so much because like majority like the mass majority of people that are identifying or you know fucking diagnosed with some sort of mental health disorder are non-violent and it makes me so angry um so anyone out there that's feeling like a lot of that stigma lately like i feel it too and it does suck and i wish i had more to comfort you with but it does fucking suck um yeah but, like, obviously laws need to change because this is so much more than a mental health issue. This is, like, a fucking societal issue. It's a toxic masculinity issue. It's a fucking outdated law issue, like, so much. And it's also a issue that is just being bought by the NRA. And we already know this. And... <sighs> How many times are we going to have these, like, very, like, exasperated conversations about gun control on this podcast, yeah, which is, many, like, nothing I compared know. to, like, what other people are dealing with and doing, so. I don't like to have these conversations because they're fucking taxing and they're hard and they're, like, It's just, like, the upsetting. answer is so clear and, like, we aren't even willing to try something. And in the meantime, people are just being killed. Like, Capitalism is as a if there's not high road. stakes in this at all. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just, and you've seen it work in other countries and we don't have to fucking go into this, like, a million times. It just needs, they just need to be doing something and the only reason why they're not is because they're being bought. And it's When you're so already fucking rich, like, how much does that extra $20,000, does that really justify... Like all the lives that are lost. Twenty thousand. They're getting paid millions. Well, yeah, I, I saw. I'm, I'm talking more like the the Florida government people that like just oh, yeah, blocked. Yeah, yeah. Like their their numbers were a little bit smaller. Okay. Yeah. But yes, it's it's fucking appalling and pro life yeah. my ass. Like yeah, yeah. exactly. You're you pro life say- until it affects your pocket. You're pro life until you're that pro life because out you want to shame women that are having sex and women making choices. To go through women a pregnancy. being autonomous, just women. You're pro-life in regards to anything that affects women's choices, but not when people are dying because you're getting paid yep. to keep a lobby alive. It's That's just how to join the Republican Party. I know that we're very like very direct with our views. But honestly, but I, I'm, I, I'm, people are fucking dying, so look, I get to be direct with my views. Like you can all fuck off. Because, and like I really, like, I time. really hate all guns, and I don't think we all. I don't think I think hunting is bullshit. I think okay? guns. Like, I don't I do. think we need guns at all because guns are literally the main like action of a gun is to kill. Like, I know. That's so like, that's just aside. However, I do understand that like you know the people that are using their guns responsibly to hunt or whatever the fuck um have that right or whatever i'm literally trying to block like the most basic thing like there is no reason a 19 year old or whatever has access to a weapon like that there's illegally 
And then the people will be like, ah, well, we made heroin illegal and that's not a, like, that's not working. Like, no, we actually have an opioid crisis because of our horrendous medical infrastructure. <laughs> like, that's not, like, Also, oh. the difference is that, like, those things cause an addiction. Yeah. And are, so are you going to say that, like, we ban guns on, suddenly people are, like, actually, like, addicted literally to guns. Gotta get my guns. That's kind of true, honestly. I mean, like, to yeah. be honest, yes. Have you seen? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but regardless it's a whole and i love how we cry like mental health stuff but like we don't acknowledge that addiction is an actual disease and we don't treat that like a medical issue too that's that people are dealing with and we stigmatize that just like we stigmatize mental health but then we act like we care about those things yeah no like we see right through you and then the last question is more lighthearted from scott who said aside from washington and pennsylvania which other states would y'all live in I, uh... I want to, you know, stop you right there, because um, <laughs> while we were born and lived in Pennsylvania, I would never choose to do that ever again in my life. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, but other states that I would live in, Oregon, uh, Northern California. Yeah, I, like, it, I would live in the state of California, just not in the city of V-North. Yeah. Um, I'd live in Colorado. Colorado. We got some mountains there. Fuck yeah. Um, Alaska, even though it would be tough. I would live in Hawaii. I would do... Like, I could, I could live there. I'm just saying, like, I could. I think I'm out. That, that's pretty much as far east as I want to go. Yeah. Yee. 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 (laughs) Yeah, that's about it. I mean, I I guess I could do New York. Yeah. Yeah. I would do, like... Really, you know what? Really I do like some more Maine. New England like, states, yeah. A fucking like remote island off of Maine where it's just me and my lobsters. <laughs> Literally, I would do that. Are you kidding me? So that's where we'd live. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, this is a point now where we're going to end the show. Okay. I'm sorry wow. that that was a lot. Yeah. Well, uh, we love you guys very much. And uh, thank you for. Uh, hearing all of our recommendations, all of our bullshit. And our venting. Yes, all of our venting. Uh, I'm going to clink these flat cans of LaCroix right <laughs> yeah, now. Right. It's more going to be like a... <laughs> Benches, stay tuned for bench time. And, and the rest of you guys, we'll see you next week. And hopefully I like my tattoo. <laughs> there's always that tiny <laughs> I hair. I hope you come like, in and you hate it. <laughs> yeah, my first topic. Um, <laughs> I inked my body and now I hate it. Story time, live footage. Receipts. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Bye, Bye, guys. Okay, Babos, we're here, and we are ready to give you what superhero you are just because of how fucking well Black Panther is doing right now. True. I really want to see it, and I haven't seen that, like the last like five Marvel movies, so yeah. I hope I don't need to. But... Somebody let me know. Do I need to see anything else in the Marvel Universe to understand what the fuck is going on? Do I need to watch Chris Evans? <laughs> I don't mind Chris Evans. No, I, I just don't feel like dealing with that whole universe. I just, yeah, there's a lot happening there. But anyway, this is what superhero you guys are, which goes with our other quiz question where we talked about, like, why I'm always invisible. Yes. So, so we're let's really start with uh, Scott Edward R. Wilmot, who is Wildside. Valerie Molina is Mongoose. Jackie Goldfarb is Golden Guardian. Emily Sweeney is Swarm. <laughs> Melanie Weldon is Meltdown. Shannon Shires is Shadowcat. Kimberly Proza is Professor X. Sarah Booth is Boomerang. Emma Corbeil, this is you, is empath. Oh my god. Angelica Feliz is feral. Brooke Renee is red skull. Savannah Pelissier is sabertooth. Ioana Tartaglini is tarantula. Joshua Kurtman is Iron Man. Chantal Piat is chameleon. Catherine is kabuki. 
Bridget Carey Davis is Dazzler. Colby Rhymes is Colossus. Haley Boucher is Boomer. Jake Parker is Jackpot. Renee Medina is Medusa. Ryan Hara is Harpoon. Emily Tormey is Toxin. Sean Cumming is Cuckoo. Sophie Yarmillo is Jackal. Emily Milligan is Mr. Sinister. Squeezy. <laughs> Chelsea Grundy is Grey Gargoyle. Also, also squeezy. squeezy. <laughs> Haley Welsh is Hairball. Also Squeezy. <laughs> I love this personality quiz for Squeezy. Katie Kelly is Karma. Stephanie Lee is Doctor Strange. Jane Thompson is Tombstone. Amanda is Captain America. Kayla Bean is Beast. Brandy Robbins is Brood. Michelle Cox is Cottonmouth. Rebecca Mack is Manwolf. Ioana Jensen is Jean Grey. Leslie Wright is Wrecker. Gwen Stowe is Storm. Kat Schultz is Shriek. Jason Gonzalez is Gorilla Man. Lindsay Torlina is Toad. Jess Adams is Jessica Jones. Megan Oxley is Mesmero. Mesmero? I don't know. Either way. You let me know. <laughs> Daisy Blossom Dottie is Black Widow. Kennedy Rochelle is Rage. M. Smek is Silver Surfer. Taryn Parker is Black Panther. Lucy is Luke Cage. Sonia Vazbrun is Brother Voodoo. Fiona is Firebrand. Stephanie Oliver is Stellaris. Juanita Cara is Carnage. Cassandra Lee is Sandman. Jada Goshi is Shiver Man. Chris all the time. What honestly. is his power? Avery Labelson is Avalanche. Anthony Hood is the Hulk. Liz Holbrook is Hobgoblin. <laughs> and Madison Greer is Green Goblin. Corey Springfield is Spider Man. Jackson Who is Jack O' Lantern. Chloe Ireland is Cloak. Caitlin Whalen is Whirlwind. Dana Daly is Daredevil. Vlynn and Drew are Drax. Mackenzie Knight is Nightcrawler. And Rachel Evans is Radioactive Man. Radioactive! Straight to the point there with that one. All right, the rest of you Bonchos would be January Jones playing a fucking crystal in, in the X-Men, X-Men a.k.a. my entire sexuality. Yes. So we've got Samantha Grace. Pavithra Suresh. Jocelyn Fry. Hermione. Ishbel Mendez. Neve Cavanaugh. Dana Marie Smith. Bree Cram. Ashley Riefenberger. Allie Malone. And Kathleen Wynn. Wow. We hope all you guys stand January Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Together we stand. Yes. January. Um, anyway, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Coffee with Rachel. I'm Rachel. And I'm, I'm Chris. I can't up. believe you're <laughs> signing off right now. What the fuck is this? I don't know. I feel like I'm on the news. I and that's been. the news. <laughs> and that's the news, boys. Okay. All right. Well, let's go. Bye. Bye.